The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, he deserves a shot the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring. And you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, you're 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt L. Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious professionals. How about hypnosis? Let's get thrown. Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler. You know... Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my RawCast co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? It's Tuesday. You know what that means. And we're joined by our RawCast correspondent, uh... Long time, long time, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. I'm about to do the Spitterudia thing here. <laughs> What's going on, Sam? Just chilling, man. Just, just do my thing. Well, good to hear from you. Glad you wanted to stop in and grace us with your presence here on the WrestleCast, episode 314, brought to you by the CSPN. We're going to talk about a little Hell in a Cell, cast in the cell, to start the show off, and then we're going to go into Monday Night Raw. Then we'll finish things up with the Mo Meltzer news segment. So this past Sunday, thank you to everybody who used the hashtag cast in the cell, everybody who joined us inside the Twitter spaces as well. We greatly appreciate everybody who shared their commentary with color with us. Um, so we started things off hot. Raw women's title matchup, Asuka versus Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. The Asuka lock has Becky Lynch in trouble, but Bianca Belair comes in off the top. And the hold is broken. Belair is sent into the turnbuckle. Lynch manhandle slams Asuka. Well, uh, Bianca Belair throws Binky to the floor, steals the pin, and retains the Raw <laughs> Women's title. Um, let's give out uh, one to start the creep cast early. One time for Bianca Belair in the shorts. We'll, we'll take that. We'll take that every week or every uh, premium live event. Uh, Binky, if you're listening, um, this was a great match. Lots of action. Great triple threat match. Nice triple threat spots. Um, they they really. I wasn't really thrilled to see Becky Lynch in this match. Thought she was just more in the way. Because I'd rather see Oscar and Binky. If you ask me, you know personally, what I wanted to see, but. How, how was the match really going to set up? Like, what was the setup? It's supposed to just be Asuka and, and Binky, but oh. they shoehorn Becky in. It was supposed to be Becky and Asuka, then they shoehorn Binky in, then they knock Becky out, and then they put her back in. Oh, okay. It was originally supposed to have been um, Bianca and Naomi. But... Right. All right. You know, is this where uh, Asuka had that? Uh, Friday the Friday the Thirteenth looking mask, or was it raw? I forgot. No, it was here. Okay, see, I watched two shows and I'm already confused. <laughs> um, the producer was Tyson Kidd. Of course, it was good. You know, he's the guru of the women's matches right now. Um, Mickey was super over with the fans. Great ring psychology, very high. Like the end, and it was a playback to one of those matches, those triple threat matches they she had um, last year with um, Becky, and Becky threw out the ring, and she did a got payback on her with that. Cedric Alexander, he tries to talk his way into MVP's good side, but MVP insists that the hurt business is done, son. That brings us to our handicap match: MVP and Amos versus Bobby Lashley. A quick spear hits MVP, but Amos makes the save. Cedric Alexander runs in for a failed interference attempt on Amos, who shoves him to the floor. A spear cuts Amos down, and the hurt lock is applied to MVP. And Bobby Lashley gets the win. 
I like how the on Raw the commentary said Cedric Alexander cost him the match. <laughs> I was like, did we watch the same match? Yeah, Cedric Alexander was in there for like 1.5 seconds. <laughs> Didn't even I mean, yeah, provided a distraction. Yeah, okay, but. Uh, after the match, Bobby Lashley is all fired up. I mean, he is celebrating hard. He even goes out and grabs a fan's replica title, parades around the ring with it, you know, showing everybody his intentions to go after the. WWE Universal title. Um, and it all happened. <laughs> commentary confirms what was speculated earlier in the day. Saw my Twitter account going off. Um, on Hold on. Um, Dawn. Producer was Adam Pierce for the second match. Okay. Okay. Uh, so commentary confirmed that Cody Rhodes had a torn pectoral muscle. But he will compete in the main event against Seth Rollins anyway. That wasn't what it got leaked out, but it happened. This is wrestling. Of course. Everything that's not supposed to get leaked out somehow always does. Yep. It's either if it ain't a, if it ain't the melt, it's a Sean Rock Sap. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, his um, his stories. Basically, hey, Brandy, Brandy texted me and got in touch with me, telling me Cody's fucked up. I wasn't supposed to post this, but because somebody else did, now I will. No, he's gonna he's on his Patreon. Come on. Yeah, he quit throw behind fighting select. Like, bro, you want to pay for stuff that I'm hearing from other places too? Yeah, okay. They paid for it. I already, I already told y'all a couple weeks ago where I can where I can get that info from. The only thing I ever paid for was like I kicked a couple bucks to like post wrestling or and but I used to subscribe hardcore to the to the Observer because like they were really really good with their news. Right. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. The pop up sit out power bomb gives Kevin Owens a two count. He wants Ezekiel to admit that he's Elias. He's like shouting the whole time, like, you're Elias. You're Elias. That earns Kevin Owens a knee to the face. A super kick into the cannonball, though, sets up the stunner to give Kevin Owens the win over Ezekiel. He looked to the camera. What do you say in the camera? He's Ezekiel. That's Ezekiel. (laughs) No, that's Elias. He kept yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Owens has done a great job with this material because anybody else, this match would have been like dead on the vine. But it wouldn't have been called. Yeah, he's he he's done a great job with that. This is easily my most entertaining, like the most entertaining thing I've seen from the movie in a while. <laughs> uh, who was behind? Who was the man behind this one? Mo? Sean Davari. Davari. Judgment Day versus Liv Morgan, AJ Styles, and Finn Balor. Rhea briefly breaks up the coup, the coup de gras. AJ Styles is back in with the phenomenal forearms. Damian Priest, Edge runs AJ into the post, but Finn Balor is back up with the sling blade. There's a shotgun dropkick in the corner as a trainer can be seen checking on AJ Styles, who's been busted open. Rhea Ripley's distraction breaks up another attempt by Finn at the Coupe de Gras. Liv Morgan cuts off Rhea only to have Edge spear Finn, that Finn Balor for the pin. And Judgment Day are your winners. This team got named after a WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, I thought this match picked up about halfway through about the time where AJ got cut open. However, he got cut over. We got ran to the the post from that point until the end. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Damian Priest looks highly motivated to be a part of this. That he does. Okay, let me guess. This one is um, Jamie Noble. Nope. Petey uh, Williams and Molly Holly. Petey Williams, really? Yep. Petey Williams. Okay. Wow. 
That's not a name I think of out here in 2022. Um, Bobby Lashley comes up to Cedric Alexander in the back and asks, what the hell was that? Alexander says that was him doing something for himself. Lashley says he can understand and respect that. Just don't do that shit in his matches again. Right. Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss. No I completely kicked out match. of this match, though. Yeah, uh, the chair is wrapped around Moss's neck, and he's sent into the announcer's table. Back in, the steps are placed in the corner, with Corbin getting the fall- with Corbin getting fallaway slammed onto the steps. The punchline connects, and then Mad Cat Moss pilmanizes Corbin's neck with the ring steps for the pin and the win, and Corbin gets stretchered out. So, yeah, we just saw Mad Cat Moss attempt attempted murder uh, on Sunday night in front of the whole world on Peacock. This was my meh match of the evening. <laughs> was this your bathroom break? Was this your IG break? I'm always on IG, so... <laughs> <laughs> I was watching... Um, on the NBA Finals, so this that, that definitely this was your, picked up my feeling. This was your third quarter, started right. your third quarter uh, watching right here. Mm-hmm. They uh, they changed Mad Cat Moss uh, after Corbin, you know, had him stretched out of uh, SmackDown a couple of weeks ago. He's dropped the suspenders. He's in the you know more traditional wrestling gear now. He looks like the original badass he was when he was Riddick Moss. Uh, and we'll see how serious they can make him and uh, see if he can, you know, become a major player. But he looks great uh, without the suspenders and all that Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin mess he was doing. Oh, that whole gimmick was death to me, the whole Happy Corbin and Mad Cat monster. Mm-hmm. All right, Mo, who was, uh, who was behind this? Well, ironically, he was in my enemies, but he was... Well, he wasn't in the news, but he was... Not for anything bad, but it was Shane Helms. Stand back. It's a hurricane coming through. And so his um his their um his the stand back um pack was the new the new DLC today on two K twenty two. Um and Shane Helms, Stacy Keebler, A Kid, and um Wesley. Mm. Who was that last one? Wesley. Hmm. United States title matchup. Theory taking on Mustafa Ali. A A-Town down is countered into an STF, but Theory makes the ropes. The Tornado DDT plants Theory, but the 450 misses. Theory chop blocks. Mustafa Ali is already banged up knee. A-Town down connects and Theory retains the United States title. And Ali loses in his hometown. Of course. They did it to him again. <laughs> Man, if like, you were oh, watching WWE, your you, you knew your this was going to happen. Hometown? Oh, you're going to lose. Oh, yeah. This was the easiest match to pick on the whole card. Right. No, Mustafa Ali ain't gonna win shit. This company doesn't. If you ask for your release, and they don't grant it to you, and they tell you, "Hey, take time off or whatever," and then they bring you back, you think they're gonna do right by you? Don't we have enough examples where this is what they do? This man got beat up three times on Monday Night Raw last week. Three different times. But we still expect he's supposed to come out here and oh, he's gonna have a chance to win the title. Come on, man. Ali, you got they they're gonna beat you and beat you and beat you until your contract is up. So I hope it's not that long. Best thing that I was gonna say, best thing that could happen to him is if he got the chance to come down to NXT to finish out his contract. If I was him, I would I would consider I would really consider doing that. Um, his producer of his match was Chris Park. 
abyss. Now, what does, a, what does abyss know about booking a damn cruiserweight match? But anyway, so that brings us to our main event of the evening Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins, hell in a cell match. Cody. Like we reported, like was reported uh, on around Saturday, early into Sunday, completely torn pectoral muscle comes into the ring in the Homelander gear. Doesn't really do much on his entrance. When he gets in the ring and he takes his coat off, everybody can see the the bruise of the torn pec. And uh, yeah, it was contained just onto his, you know, to his chest and. You know, it was kind of managed. You know, it was it was bad, but it was just in that one spot. And then the match happened. A, a stomp. Wait, 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 wait. wait. How you gonna skip over? Oh, the, the Seth out. Rollins. Oh, the trolling. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Seth Rollins comes out and reveals the Dusty Rhodes polka dots, um, tights and outfit and everything. Goes into the match. And pulls out a polka dot weight belt. So yeah, Seth Rollins on his troll shit. I would have been more impressed if he had come out like NWA Dusty. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the headband and everything. With the headband, the headband and the curls. And the t-shirt. Oh my yeah. god, that <laughs> He did this, you know, that's definitely where everybody just, when you talk about WWE, Dusty and WWE, aside from NXT, and what he did down there, this the polka dots. Yeah, that's what I mean. When I first saw him, and I was like, "Oh, Dusty Rose is WWF," and then I see the polka dots, and it's just like that image is just embedded in my head for the rest of my day. <laughs> the only thing he didn't do was come out to the. He's just a common man working on the common thing. Is uh, is, is Sweet Sapphire still alive? He could have brought her out. <laughs> no, Sapphire's I think was Dusty. Really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, a stop is counter. Into I do. Uh, I do have to. Uh, I do have to add that. Uh, to paraphrase uh, Cameron, he has them uh, black and blue like a pair of pennies. A stop is counter into a crossroads from Rollins, but Cody pops up. Hits a crossroads of his own for a double knockdown. They both go for the sledgehammer, but Cody uh, hits back to pat crossroads on Rollins. Then Cody picks up the sledgehammer and hits a running sledgehammer shot to Seth Rollins to get the pin and the win. Um, as this match went on, it went from a Hell in a Cell match to an impromptu bull rope match. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they were trying to do as many tricks as they could to get Cody through 25 minutes with a fully torn pack. Uh, by the end, like Sam said, by the end of this, uh, he was black and blue, and it was starting to spread down his bicep. The Triple H special. Yeah, the inside of his uh, the inside of his arm and everything was turning black and blue as well. So it was a gutsy and probably. Dumb performance, but it was very. A lot of people saying it was gutsy and dumb, but a lot of people, like Matt Hardy, was saying, you know, you know, a lot of times they go into matches they already banged up, so you know. Well, what? Yeah, is, like, well, I guess Matt Hardy would know as much as banged up as he's been for the past five years. I mean, the man fell on his head, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, Cody Rhodes. Uh, this is gonna be his you know legacy match no matter what he does for eternity going forward this will be his you know Mick Foley continuing to wrestle after getting he's, to the three times. Right. he's trying to be he's trying to be Dusty that's what he's trying to do he's trying to do what Dusty would do mm-hmm. right. Dusty would put parts of in this match mm-hmm. yeah and I guess you know shit this is the you know he's the he's the sole headliner. There's no Roman. There's no Charlotte. There's no you know Sasha. There's no Ronda. You know he is the he's megawatt like, star. No. Yeah, he is the megawatt star. So you know what I'm saying I guess he felt obligated in a way to make sure the fans got 
what they came to see because he basically was the one who was selling the tickets for this event. You know, you know. Yeah, he, yeah, he was the he headliner. He was like yeah. the one. Thing. He, they took everybody off the posters and put him on there, and that was he, he like he wore the ghost himself. Yeah, so I mean, I understand it from that point of view. You know, what I'm saying from his point of view, going in it with that old school mentality. You know, he's the one who drew the house, so he needs to be the. You know, you know, if it's not anything where he, if he can walk and you know and use one arm he could figure out a way to to get out there and do it but you know it it, it was a like i said it was it was very brave and it's probably very dumb at the same time but you know they probably told him hey you've done the worst you can do if you can stand the pain you know that's all we can tell you just go out there and and it's gonna hurt like a bitch but you know if you can get through it you can get through it I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but there was a there was a reference to him smashing the throne. Oh yes, in the promo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This was a love letter to Triple H. This match, this whole match, because both of you know, this this is both of these are his damn sons, in a way. But uh, it was a very good match. Very very good match. It was. Well, Seth do it. Seth do what Seth does. Yeah. You're right. Even um, with your a producer, one-armed man. Your producers. Now, if you just said his name um, here, you got it right. Jamie Noble and Michael P.S. Haynes. Oh, so Jamie Noble is only on the main events. Damn, he must be a senior senior agent backstage. Oh, P.S. has something to do with this one? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like, he's like all right, Cody, this is what you're going to do. <laughs> um, didn't look like it was going to be much on paper. Um, it basically nope. was a Monday Night Raw event with one SmackDown match in there, but for the most part, it was a solid show. Uh, the ladies definitely were the match of the night. Cody Rose will be where everybody remembers, and um, you know the stuff in between was 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 good. It wasn't you know cringe. Uh, like you know, the regular weekly programming can sometimes be. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a, like I said, it was solid. You know, just you know, just the regular. This like on paper, we was just like, oh, this was gonna be trash. But this is when they perform. You know, they kind of rise to the occasion. So, kills them. All right, so at this point, we'll turn it over to Mr. Samuel Kalunga, and he'll tell us about Monday Night Raw. All right, let me tell you about Monday Night Raw. All right, so <laughs> the show started out. Cody Rhodes came down to cut a boring 20-minute promo. So he welcomed everyone to the show, talked about, uh, talked about his career, his match last night, you know, all, all that good stuff. Talked about how he wants his daughter to one day watch that match. Uh, let's see here. And he did it against one of the best ever, and now the trilogy is over. And so, uh, he talked about the Money in the Bank briefcase and whatnot. And then Seth Rollins comes out, and it says uh, he still doesn't like Cody, but he does respect him. And then uh, he says that Dusty is proud of his baby boy right now, and they shake hands, and Seth Rollins leaves. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cody is, is doing that walk up the ramp uh, with his back to the stage. And all of a sudden, Rollins just comes running back out with a sledgehammer and like smacks him and just like starts uh, poke prodding at his peck with the uh, with the end of a sledgehammer. What did y'all think of that? I, I really enjoyed that. Oh man, they swerved me because I thought they was turning Seth babyface. You know that wasn't happening. You know Seth is is, is idiot and he's not gonna let you they feel good moment go. This was good though. I loved it. Came out there, he had the sledgehammer, he was, you know, pulling like he was gonna hit him on that on that torn muscle and he just pressed on it. Right. Oh, after, the, <laughs> after the break, Cody uh, refuses to be stretched out. He waves to the crowd, lets him know he's okay, and then that's the end of that. 
So, okay, so Dana Brooke versus Becky Lynch. Dana Brooke really, wow, I haven't seen her in a while. She really um, she looks good. <laughs> she looks like a whole different person, but yes. I, yeah, I was like, who is that? And they're like, Dana Brooke. I was like, what? No. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't even mean it like that. I don't mean it in a creep cast way. I just mean like. He <laughs> said that in a creep cast way, but. Not in a creep cast way. I, I'll let you know when we get to the creep cast. Right? So Becky Lynch and Dana Brooke, uh, uh, 24-7, the, uh, the catering crew come out and uh, they get into a little tussle. Dana Brooke wins the 24-7 title. Becky Lynch ain't having none of it. He's like, nope, nope, nope. You will, no one will be winning a title on my watch during my, one of my matches with me. So she challenges, uh, challenges Dana Brooke to the 24-7 title that she just won. Oscar comes out with the distraction, and then Dana Brooke ends up getting the title, getting the uh, win. So, what do you think of Dana Brooke getting a somewhat clean pin over Becky Lynch? What the hell's fun. going on out here? This was like the worst thing ever. I really hated it. Now, what could have been worse is if she would have pinned Dana Brooke and won a twenty-four-seven title. Yeah, oh yeah, Becky Lynch as a twenty-four-seven champion. Yeah, that, that, that would have been it. I would have the title. One night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just good. as far away from that title as possible. Yeah, this wasn't good. I mean, I know that she they can you know she can point to Oscar screwing her up, but you don't want to give people the visual of Dana Brooke beating Becky Lynch. I mean, that's just that's just not good. All right. I mean, you know, sometimes a lower seed beats a high seed. Or something. <laughs> And so, uh, John Cena's coming back on June 27th. Apparently, that's the anniversary of his, uh, his debut, I think. Yep. Ruthless aggression. All right, so you can talk about uh, the Miss TV. Right? Oh, is this the Creepcast you were talking about? Oh, no, uh, this is Maurice. Yes. Talking about Miz's little ball, or I didn't hear a word she said, but I was I was enjoying the visual. You know, you're right, I, right, right, exactly. I wasn't paying attention. All right, Miz TV featuring the return of Maurice. Miz hypes her up and talks about how great she is before talking about the premiere of their new season of Miz and Maurice. So Riddle is the guest tonight. He interrupts and stumbles through some French. Maurice speaks a much better French, and as uh, and root, excuse me, and Riddle says Guzante. Uh, so Riddle says hi to Randy Orton and hopes he comes back soon, unlike his stepdad. With all that out of the way, Miz says Orton's career is over and he isn't coming back. That's too far for Riddle, who is tired of fighting Roman Reigns' minions every week. He wants Reigns himself, and he's going to take the title from him. Riddle finds it funny that John Cena is playing Peacemaker while Miz is playing Homemaker while Maurice leads him around by his tiny balls. So that sets off a discussion on the size of Miz's balls with Riddle saying, prove it. Miz looks disturbed, so Riddle asks for a match right now. Miz in a tuxedo says no, but here comes Tommaso Ciampa to jump Riddle from behind. And after Riddle has been severely compromised, now the Miz is down for the match. <laughs> of course. Come on. That's a hell move. Alright, so Miz versus Riddle. Riddle gets sent outside when he pulls off Miz's pants. Uh, leaving Maurice to send in the load the quote the trademark loaded purse. That's cut off with an RKO to give Riddle the pin. Alright. Street Profits versus the Uso, the non-title championship contenders match. Five Mustards the Frog Splash gets 4-2, with Jimmy making a last second save. They fight to the floor, and it's four driving back. Oh, diving back in to beat the count for the win. Oh, yay. So do they get a title shot now? Yep. Ah. Down the line. Um, oh, sorry. A, a title opportunity. Let's talk about... Um... It's time for the Street Profits to do something different, man. They've been doing the same thing for a minute. Either turn them heel or split them up. But... I vote split them up. What they're doing right now is just kind of stale. 
They ain't got nothing, you know, nothing standing out about them. They don't have a, you know, clear direction, clear motive, motivation for anything. They just kind of out here where they put them every week now. Right. Okay, so uh, Bobby Lashley comes down. He talks about his history. Maybe he has with MVP. But even MVP and almost couldn't take him out. So what's next for Lashley? Theory uh, of all people interrupts because he doesn't like being interrupted. Uh, Lashley does not like this and he's ready to fight. Theory wants to show off his bicep. Lashley is fine with that and he shows Theory a bigger bicep. Uh, the challenge is on for the US title shot, but Theory doesn't think Lashley has earned it. Theory says Lashley's never beaten him, so Lashley kicks him to the floor. <laughs> he ran out of list of names of who he beat and they think never beat me. <laughs> Uh, Veer Mahan versus Dominic Mysterio. Frog Splash connects for two, but Veer is back up with the million dollar arm. The cervical clutch is loaded up, but Ray comes in for the disqualification. Alright, so Judgment Day comes out to announce their newest member. Damian Priest says, All rise, and Rhea Ripley talks about how they love power. Edge is proud of the two of them and announces the newest member of the team, Finn Balor. Edge is rather pleased and asks how this happened. Balor talks about how there was clarity last week. He was joining Judgment Day with a calling. Now he can hardly see clearly, and after last night, last night's loss, Balor reached out to talk about how things have been going. Balor didn't realize how similar they were with Priest saying that they aren't ready to shake off the last issues with Judgment Day. Oh, the last issue with the Judgment Day, which is Edge. Priest decks Edge, and the other, and the other, the others lay all three of them lay out with Balor adding the coup de grace. And a razor's edge toss sends edge through the announce table, but we're not done yet. The crossface with the chair bar has edge in more trouble, and then there's the concerto to knock edge out again. More edge. So are we getting the return of the radio superstar? Uh, He's going to action. He's, he wants to take them all on. That was uh, definitely something I did not see coming. Yeah, did, did, Ruth, did Vince Russo get hired back? <laughs> yeah, because it's a swerve, bro. It's one of those things where it's just like, okay, this was kind of... It wasn't Edge's best work, but he was still working it, I think. But, man, they did a, a quick 180 here, I guess. Uh, this is the uh, the remedy for Cody being out. Right, so he was like... They said he, he had to go... Um, undergo an abrupt character change and he's listed internally as a babyface on the raw roster. That would suck after he done committed all in with this haircut and shit, right? Right. <laughs> like he done went and like bought all this black and purple gear, had all that shit ordered and stuff. And now he gotta mm-hmm. like, you know. But hey, about that 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 you know that character change, we'll turn you back face. <laughs> well, I guess they had to. I guess they had to do something because Cody was going to be out for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what that. that and they need, they need a face. Mm-hmm. All right, so almost versus. So what happened to Tall Bruce Leroy? What happened to that? That is Tall Bruce Leroy. No, what happened? to You calling him that? Oh well, you know. Or you putting some respect on his name? We're trying. Okay, so choke bomb. He's got seven seconds. Oh, what a match! Uh, after the match, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode return, but MVP isn't happy with him stealing almost a spotlight. Ziggler super kicks MVP, but the two of them run off. But the two of them run off from almost. Otis versus, Otis versus Ezekiel. The T-Bone suplex is sending Ezekiel down, setting up the neck crank. Uh, Ezekiel fights up and strikes away, including a jumping knee into an enziguri to finish Otis. So post-match, Ezekiel grabs a mic and talks about how Kevin Owens has disrespected him. Next week, he wants a rematch, so here's Owens to agree. With one condition, Ezekiel has to admit that he is Elias. Ezekiel admits that his name is Elias, which has Owens very happy. Uh, the rematch is on, but then Ezekiel says if he was actually doing like Kevin Owens does, then he was lying. And a jumping knee leaves Owens lane. So we're going to continue this. Not bad. I'm, I'm down for it. Okay. How, how many matches have we had now? I'm not paying attention that's only this. That was their like what really first one. Okay. He's been wrestling like Chad Gable in between. Okay, Alexa Bliss versus Dewdrop versus Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan. What did what did Dewdrop do to earn a title opportunity? 
Nothing. Be do drop, of course. Okay, so the winner will face Bianca Belair. Uh, Twisted Blitz Bliss hits. Dude, you need to work on this. Leaving <laughs> Morgan to load up the Oblivion to do drop. Uh, Nikki Ash makes the save though, leaving Dewdrop to meet you know who driver Leah. Uh, Ripley makes a save of her own and it's Riptide to Dewdrop for the pin. And at the end of the, the show goes off the air with um, Ripley and the rest of Judgment Day um, staring down uh, Pinky. And that is your Monday Night Raw. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, it was better than normal. Vince didn't have his competition to go against this week, so he gave us a, a okay show. I'm proud of him. I think they saw ratings increase because of the Cody match on Hell in Cell, so he got a slight bump in the ratings for Raw. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see that happening. People are definitely interested in that. Gotta come. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about, he have to worry about um, competition because. The next game three is um, of the NBA Finals on um, Wednesday, and AEW is about to eat dirt that. Yeah, Dynamite, it might be in some trouble. But at least Rampage will be back on Friday at its normal time slot because the Western Conference uh, uh, hockey playoffs are done. Probably the Avalanche one. Mm hmm. Yep, swept them. Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, we're about to turn it over to you, sir, for the Mo Meltzer news segment. All right, not much going on. Um, so Renee um, Paquette and Brian Nelson, they'll be reuniting their star cast for their talk this match. So. Oh, that's cool. The originators. Yeah. Starcast 5. There's going to be a whole bunch going on at Starcast 5. You know, Conrad Thompson got the whole, you know, his whole circus going on down there. You know, with his for pop, his father-in-law's last match. Mm-hmm. His ticket sold out pretty fast, too. Where's it going to be at? Um, it's in Nashville. Nashville. Oh. We'll be doing the, um, something to do with the Jim Crockett promotions. Like, um, um, Giovanni and I forgot who else they say is going to be calling the commentary behind the backdrop. So. That's they're going to have uh, David Crockett for sure. Yeah, David Crockett, that's what it was. <laughs> um, Timothy Dadger made his um, pro wrestling know what they be. They really missed one with Timothy Thatcher, man. I thought he would have brought a lot to the main roster. Well, you know, it's like I'm old. <laughs> You're right. Um, Triple H denied Adam Cole at his first trial. Basically, Triple H told him, you know, told William Regal, he said, um, you know, to have him go back out on the Indies and make a bigger name for himself and when he comes back, he's going to be larger than, you know, or probably 10 times larger than what he already is. Mm. And he was doing stuff with Ring of Honor and PWG, so he already had an eye on that. So he just was like, wanted him to get his name out there some more. And he did that. And so the career he had in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pat McAfee commented on him missing um, Hell in a Cell. Since it was only one SmackDown match, probably didn't feel it would be necessary for him to come to Chicago to do the show. And, you know. Pat McAfee that? was like, man, you see the price of gas? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, y'all not going to fly me? You see the price of gas? I'll stay home. Oh, yeah, he was only going to be there for one match anyway. Yeah. One match. One match, one sound. Stop that. Uh, 
Okay, that's about that's about it. Because what really got to talk about, I mean, everybody was mainly was talking about was um, MJF last week and how it's a you know the work shoot situation and how you know how it got played out. Oh, well, guess yeah. So they so apparently Tony calling them issued an edict. And um, it said and he didn't reportedly itch that one of his brother's discovery regarding MJF. So I guess um, they say he's currently being edited out of TBS and TNT spots. He appears in with different AEW footage replacing him. We are told that the existing spots with MJF have been officially pulled, but it's been possible some may still pop up as they transition to newer spots. Ooh. Uh, they take they took him they taking MJF off their scrub of him. Kinda like oh. you know, WWE. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was really wouldn't announce it. Right, right. Yeah, because they didn't cause, like they didn't mention the whole um, his um promo after the um it happened either. They were just like they went over to the next match. Like I see a punk was trying to run up to him and talk to him and he went and instead of him coming through the back way the back way he went off stage and it was a big, they showed a clip of him knocking the fan's phone out of his hand. <laughs> this is why he do it at the end of the show. That had been something. That had been something if they waited to do that. But because you think about it, if you have them, if you know he's going to talk, you have them wait. They have to watch the show. In anticipation to see that to see this build up. Mm-hmm. When it goes off, that's the last image, and everybody just talk about what happened. You know, MJF. That's like burning up the airways, but that's the second segment of the show. That might be just about under a million. So if they would have waited, they probably would have did more. Um. All right, Don, uh, for NXT, I mean, not NXT, um, main event, um, Tampa versus Reggie, and Mustafa Ali versus T-Bar. Mm, nah, Tampa versus Reggie, and nah, that ain't, that, that's got nothing for me. That's got nothing for me. You sure? I'm sure, man. They didn't post anything about um, level, um, level, next level. So, oh, that's unfortunate. Um, did you see your girl last week tweeting through it? Who oh. Nikita Lyons? Oh yeah, get her. She um, yeah. Y'all called it though, saying she was, you know. Dropping all that weight down her leg drop or something like that. I was saying so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll speedy recovery for her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, it's just kind of like you know dry, but like you said, things tend to happen. When we, when we start recording. Oh yeah, it's it's a slow it's a slow news week so far. Mm. All hell about to break loose between now and the weekend. I mean, other stuff like they clarifying Stephanie's um, whole leave of absence thing. Did she get fired? Is that the no, rumor? She, no, she didn't get fired. This was today. Okay. Well, I mean, he did the shame, but. It would be like I said, it would be a big announcement. It would be like he's had the um, she's with the part wings. Mm. They did that quietly, right? So the internal memo would have went out, and then they would have been like, "Oh, um, she's gone." Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be on the lookout for. Uh, the more breaking news for the rest of the week. Um, 
pretty sure. Oh, Cena, Cena, met up, Cena met up with um, a Uranian, Uranian team um, who fled from Ukraine. So that's a real good story right there. Yeah, yeah, the soccer team um, had a chance to almost qualify for the World Cup. They got beat by Wales, but they made the improbable run to even get that far. So, a lot of pride for the country and everything, considering the things they're going through. Tonight's yeah, feel definitely. good. Feel good for them. So. Yeah, it's always good, you know, give them a, um, you know, give them some kind of hope. Right. Also, um, Dick Robbins said that MJF's um, pipe bomb promo made him sick. Jake Roberts said that? Yes. Why would he be uh, upset about he has, a, he has a podcast with, um, with um, I think him and um, Oh Boy, the one he made. Archer? Archer? Yeah, Archer. Yeah, oh, Archer. yeah, they, um, they have a, um, well, no, he wasn't, um, well, no, he was on um, VDP's um, Snake Pit um, podcast. Okay. I guess from him being old school, he's, I guess they wouldn't, they wouldn't do something like that. I guess he's probably trying to say, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> mm. And also, if you didn't watch NXT, but you'll probably, if you, did, if you didn't watch, but you'll hear about it soon, um, Apollo Crews made his return. Yep, back to uh, back to NXT to challenge Braun Breaker. Wait, yep. he, no longer, he no longer has an accent. I heard. Yeah, yeah, he lost it oh. on the way over. Speaking of which, Sam, question. Hmm. Um, in the AEW, how did you did you did you notice anything new? I've not watched AEW. You haven't? No. Should we tell him, Don? Oh, oh yeah. Moon? Go ahead. Oh, okay. he, he, okay, he, uh, uh, he figured it out, huh? No, I, I watched some of the pay-per-view, but now you watched the whole thing. Yeah, well, I had seen her and what's her name, Smack, talking on uh, on Twitter, and I just want to say, Jade Cargo, I love you, but <laughs> you cannot talk You cannot. Listen, you're better at that stuff. Say put Jade on our radar. <laughs> He's the one who said Jade Cargill just... Keeping it out for that name. <laughs> now, right. see, now, this is what we're talking about. We, okay. see, see, see what he said. See, see what Sam just said. He said, you know, he said he loves Jade, but nowhere his loyalty lies. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, Athena is from the hood. She knows how to talk that smack. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, whatever um, she is lacking. Jade Cargill has Kiara Hogan and Red Velvet for backup. So. When, did, when did Red Velvet turn? Oh, she's been turned. Oh, yeah, she's been turned. When, um, during the, uh, right after uh, Cody and Brandy left. Yeah. She was with them. Mm-hmm. That match with Anna Jade, I remember you made me with a cry. That was so bad. Yeah, they didn't have the best outing, man. Anna, they just didn't have any chemistry, I don't think. And, and on top of that, like the uh, the run-ins were just really stupid. Yeah, Mark's smart, Mark. He's really bad. Like, okay, well, wrestling logic tells you. I mean, even if you're using wrestling logic, if you throw a weapon at somebody and then the other person hits them with it, you keep distracting the referee. You don't stop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So they can go get a pinfall. No. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Stokely Carmichael or whatever. Yeah. Stokely Ham- yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold on. That that was like the no no. Don and Sydney Glass. We kept saying Carmichael. I was like, it's Hathaway. No, I know. It was just I was just I couldn't think of it. I was just like Stokely Carmichael. <laughs> no, I was just like, that's the most like non. I was the non-climactic debut ever. It was just like, okay. He came out there and was just like, you know, I mean, it was good to see him on, on there, but he just came out there and he was, you know, 
on the ring, and I was like, okay, he said, and the next thing you know, it comes, um, at the end, and I was like, oh, this is what we signed up for. <laughs> uh, it just didn't have any oomph to it. It was just like, like they were just taking a, a walk down the block for uh, during like, the next spring stroll or something, you know. Anything else? No, that, that, that match was just horrible. Any other takeaways you have from the double or nothing, Sam? No, after that match, I just said, okay, I'm, I'm out. I didn't even bother watching any, any, of, any of the other stuff. What do you think about uh, CM Punk being hurt? Oh, I didn't even know until someone told me yesterday. Yep. Yep. But thank you for thank you for care holding. How's her? How's her with? Uh, or what? Uh, talk to me after the show. Oh, got you. <laughs> no, I I just want to know if it's a quality or no or what. We'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss off. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, so, so these two guys can ha- go have their private conversation. I'll turn it over to <laughs> Mr. Samuel Kalunga for his shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out to Don uh, for allowing me to come back on here. Shout out to Mo for doing his thing and reading stuff that we really don't want to read. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just trying to bring just some fun and then Sam just come hit me with the body back fan. <laughs> No, no, it's fine. It's just like you read it, so we don't have to. That's fine. I know. That's great. But I just do it just, just, the, just, the, just the, you know. Some people like it, and other people are like, why do you keep posting these all the time? I'm like, it's all in fun. But <laughs> if I don't do it, and then if I don't do it, they'll hit me. They'll they'll send them to me, and I'm like, what's it going to be? If anyone's be the ones complaining, the ones be sending the jokes to me, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I might swear, I say, is it Uchi Mali wasn't one mic? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all. Follow me on Twitter, S C L N G A. Follow me on Twitch. I am Ruthless Mage on Twitch. I usually do it Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday nights, but not tonight. Not, to, not, this, not tonight on Tuesday, but I will be back on Thursday night at 11 p.m. Central. What's your, what's, your, what's your main game that you're playing? Uh, Animal Crossing right now. Oh, That's kind of what I... I, I gave up Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, yeah, you weren't playing it right. I see. <laughs> like, uh, your animals go and talk to you, you're like, they're like, good morning, you're like, oh, what's so good about it? <laughs> you got to interact with... Uh, you also have to... It's best if you play with people, too. I see, but... Y'all be having y'all 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 be real finicky about what about people islands. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, nah, I'm giving up on the game. <laughs> All right, Mister Mo to the underscore Reese. Your shout outs and thank you, sir. Uh, shout out to Don and the OG Sam. Always good to have talk wrestling with both of y'all. Uh, shout out to everybody who's in the spaces with us over the weekend. Um. Sorry for falling asleep Monday night. I thought I was on mute, but I guess I wasn't. But oh no, Raw will, will will put you to put you to bed every time. Um, you, you didn't No. That really happened. Yeah, because Don Don had mentioned that. I was like, oh, I said, well, that third album. I mean, that third album will do it to you. you try, <laughs> I would try to stay up, but you know, like okay, whatever. Um, yeah. Well, shout out to everybody who was in there with us um, over the weekend. Um, good times, talking wrestling, talking double junk as well, too. Uh, shout out to The Wire for 20 years. Um, like HBO Max has been showing like, the essential episodes. And, oh, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, they got more. I mean, HBO Max has the essential episodes up. Like, they say. Like the, the one, the one. You know that the dude from season two is uh, is he's going to play Master Chief on the, on the Halo show? Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> I was like, no. And if y'all haven't, and if y'all haven't watched, um, we um we um we own the city. We run the city about the gun gun test gun for gun test gun 
there's a gun a gun force ran by police officers they still the money for drug deals every day you'll see a lot of um old fire alum pop up on that show as well um the dude from walking dead and played the punisher did a good performance as wayne jenkins the, the main cop who was given all the years for um all that was going on up here in baltimore but um yeah there's something to watch Hey, did you know that they caught the Greek? Again, the, the the Greek from season two of The Wire. They caught him on another show. <laughs> like, no joke. Like, he was on Homeland, and they and they and they arrested him on Homeland. The show. So they could get. They the could get. Him the, the same character. The same character. The Greek. Oh wow! Oh wow! It, it, isn't it on a different network? Wasn't that like on Showtime or something? Yeah, yeah, that's on Showtime. They could catch him on the wire. He was on the wire. He was. He gave them the the, the easy slip. He gave them the slip. Yeah. That's it. Um. That's it, Don. All right. Well, I'd like to thank both Mr. Sam Nicolunga and Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me here on this edition of the WrestleCast. Thanks to everybody who shared their commentary with color with us over the weekend for both the In Your House NXT pay-per-view and also Hell in a Cell. We greatly appreciate everybody sharing their commentary with color with us. Please head over to CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says Keep Our Podcast Free. Uh, do some shopping with any of our sponsors to help keep the uh, Russell Cast free of charge each and every week here on the CSPN. Also, the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Become a patron and uh, you'll hear our AEW reviews and our extra content each and every week. So, always more content to be had over on the Patreon page. So, please, please subscribe and become a patron and support the CSPN and the WrestleCast. Thanks to Miss Jade to the Max, hope she's feeling better really soon. Uh, shout out to Miss Didi Jeunet. Shout out to Magnum Prime. Shout out to Mel, because Mel always gets shout out. Shout out to Classic. Shout out to all the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. Shout out to Miss Jupiter Julep. Can't wait to talk to you on Thursday, my friend. Oh, yes. Huh? Oh, yeah, it's happening. Oh, okay. It's going down. All uh, right. So uh, that should be a very entertaining show. We'll get to the, the bottom of her carmelo hayes hate and uh yeah i'm looking forward to it so until then for mr samuel colunga and mo to the underscore reese i'm your host don delarente and this has been episode 314 of the wrestlecast please stay tuned for the parting promo you challenged me to a one-on-one match at Hell in a Cell, and in my short career, it was the most important match of my life, but I fell short. I didn't get it done. Maybe I was a little too zeked up, but you got to move forward, and if there's one thing, I learned from my older brother Elias. It's that everyone deserves a second chance. So Kevin, I want a rematch. Next week, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. Why would I give you a I already beat you. You know what? You know what? I'm in such a good mood after beating the hell out of you last night. I'm feeling generous. I got this, boys. We're good. I'm feeling generous. You want a rematch next week? You got it, buddy. Oh, there you go. On one condition. You want that rematch? You need to admit to the world right now that you are Elias. Admit it. Tell the truth, and you get your rematch. You're Elias. Tell them. You got me, Kev, I admit it. Oh, no, 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 That's a good start. It's not enough. No, no, no. You admit what? Say it. 
Say it and look at me when you say it. Look at me. Look at me in the eyes. Say it. I admit my name is Elias. I knew it! I knew it! I told you! I knew it! I told you idiots! I told you idiots watching it all! I knew it! I'm not the liar! You're the liar! You're Elias! I knew it all along! I'm a genius! I was right! I win! Oh. Okay, so do I have my rematch? Yeah, 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 you, yeah, you have your rematch. You want me to beat the hell out of you again next week? No problem, buddy. You got your rematch, oh. Elias. Wow, wow, I, I, I didn't think it would be that easy. I mean, Kev, I knew you were thick-headed, but that's embarrassing. All I had to do was take a page out of the Kevin Owens playbook. But what? What are you, what are you talking about? What, 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 what are you talking about? Kev. I lied. I'm Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs>